You're listening to a catch-up on all things MMA as it aired on KCLR's Scoreline. The show goes out weekends between 2 o'clock and 6 o'clock, Saturdays and Sundays. You can grab it online at kclr96fm.com and also in the KCLR app. This week, myself and Miles are having a chat about the mental health benefits of mixed martial arts as Miles sees it as a head coach of Team Rhino Kilkenny. Here's how we got on for this week's All Things MMA. It's All Things MMA, it's Ken with you for another Saturday. We take a walk through uh, some of the weird, wild and wonderful things that are happening in the world of mixed martial arts. Joined, as always, from our uh, technically remote other studio facility, house facility in Kilkenny, Miles Price. Uh, How are you? How are things? Hey Ken, how's it going? You having a good start to your weekend? Good start to the weekend. Uh, good start to the weekend. Uh, hopefully, there'll, there'll be a good kind of uh, a good finish to the weekend as well. We'll get through. Uh, uh, we'll have a quick look at a round of fights that are coming up uh, a little bit later on. But for for this weekend, Miles, given that um, uh, Carlo have gone uh, last week and and had uh, Mansana Fest and kicked off a whole raft of uh, mental health and well being related activities for the month in Kilkenny with with cracked and letting the light in have had uh, their run of events too uh, I had spotted a tweet uh, from one of your pro teammates Paul Redmond in Dublin that questioned uh, why uh, people kind of continue maybe in, in media circles to overlook the benefits to mind and body uh, of the world of martial arts and we're not talking just about you know lads that are getting in and throwing punches and kicks at each other uh, or the the jiu-jitsu side of things where it's it's happening uh, minus the punches and the kicks but there's there's a uh, there's a big competitive edge to it but um uh, we're we're looking at the the general or what i'd like to look at is the, the general kind of um benefits on body and mind of going through something whether it's from uh, the training obviously the the social side of things exists maybe not this week or next week uh, but does exist uh, and there's an awful lot of positives uh, that can come out of it and there's an awful lot of stuff that's that's often overlooked bbc as an example they um uh, bbc screened some of the uh, bellator events uh, last week first time uh, great partnership side of things to, to further promote the MMA side of, of martial arts um, but their their promo was a lot of this is cage fighting and this is what happens when people fight in a cage but people often people often overlook uh, what actually happens in the preparation of it and what happens in the learning and the camaraderie and the training and the testing so I, I'd like to I'd like to open it to you um, where where do you see the benefits or for people that are unaware there's obvious benefits to this what what are they and how do you see it um how do you see it kind of helping people along you know with themselves because it's not just about you know going toe to toe with somebody it's not just about uh competition there's an awful lot more to this um i think it's important to start on this point with uh that everybody has their own. I think where Paul Paul's coming from as well is that this isn't us on up on a up on a stage uh, kind of going. Yeah, we're what we do is unbelievable and it's so good for mental health. It, everybody has their own thing that they do for mental health. 
you know everybody has their own thing that they turn to to help with themselves i think what uh paul is trying to put across is that this is our way to help with our mental health you know what i mean like this is what helps us concentrate on what we're doing in the moment it helps us go through suffering and build resilience and adapt and learn how to apply that into our everyday lives and also it's ego destroying uh, being a martial artist you know so constantly you have to keep self reflecting and you have to constantly keep adapting uh, and moving forward you know and th- it, the reason why i feel like the same reason why most people including red reds or uh, paul redmond my teammate would be feeling like this that's in our circle is because it's so pure you know like mixed martial arts is extremely pure in the sense of it's you versus this other person um you have to be extremely humble you can't get emotional you have to be tactical you can't go too hard in the sense that you don't want to hurt your partner you want to be clean with your technique and you don't want to get too anxious either and you don't want to do too little where you're being lazy and differentiate between, between lazy and underdoing things you have to find your state of flow and in that state of flow is where you find the mental the mental health aspect you know and you have to go through a lot of resilience to get there you have to get tapped out a thousand times there is a sense of camaraderie in the sense of when you're on the mats together everybody has to pick everybody up in an individual manner you know like when i'm going through my fight camp like i could cry like about 10 times in the middle of a fight camp because i'm getting beaten up so much like sometimes and everybody picks me up and goes that's okay like that's just today get back in tomorrow and then i come in tomorrow i reevaluate i make my notes i make sure i I um I do what's needed to come back fresher and to adapt to what happened in the session before and there's something really really something about that you know because you care so much about your team and your improvement and staying consistently in a state of flow and dealing with that resilience it's not it's not mixed martial arts it's a lifestyle you know mm-hmm. martial arts is a lifestyle it's meant to be applied to everywhere else in your life you know and there's something really to be said for that you know that's why i feel like and i am being biased it is biased because i go through it all the time you know i know that mma and martial arts is extremely good for your mental health i mean i'd fight way more often if it was just about fighting in a cage like my 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 true contentment comes from being part of the martial arts lifestyle teaching others going through it myself and applying that wisdom to everybody else in my team you know like i like I, I am totally love that. Like I, I don't love competing as much as I do being part of the lifestyle. And there's something to be said for that, you know. People do, and it is most most general public are going to just look at the stuff that's on the telly, and just go, Jesus, that's barbaric, that's a bit mad, isn't it? And then they just switch it off, like you know. So I wouldn't expect people to understand that, you know, unless you go through it. You have to go through things, you know, in order to build an opinion on it, you know. But I know from over. 15 years of experience that it's been it saved my life pretty much and i've seen people in my gym that's come off antidepressants like i mean i'm talking in double digits of people that's come into my gym that's tried absolutely everything and within the space of a couple of months they're they feel like they have a sense of belonging again a sense of community they come off the antidepressants and they're just themselves again you know i see people meeting their fucking long life partners in my gym where they get married and everything like in the space of a year like it's crazy like i mean like it's just pure contentment and it's pure 
happiness and community in a martial arts form. But the only way you can get that is by actually suffering and supporting each other. So like, that's what he means by that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not necessarily that we love beating the fuck out of each other. And then it's just great. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it is, it is a bit of a weird one. Like when you go, when you go through the training side of things, you do have to be able to take, uh, take a punch or you do have to be able to, uh, you know, take having your body contorted in really, really strange ways. Uh, but yeah. it, can, it can be super cathartic. And at the end of the day, you know, everybody's sitting down or you're sitting around the mat and you're you're talking about what you've gone through or you're learning or you're sharing techniques and the weird really really weird thing is and that that's what that's what struck me the 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 like the first time I got uh I got into uh BJJ with yourselves um was that you come back and you do yeah. it, you do it all over again and you might get the same horrible results for a while but you keep turning up yeah it's, it's i think it's that one thing that switched for me <clears throat> throughout my life my my lifespan of a, of a martial artist is that uh i think it was pleasing to my ego when i was starting off and it was like it was more about my reputation of being a martial artist and a cage fighter that meant more to me than actually the journey at the start mm. and i used to always love being the big fish in the small pond you know whereas in for me now it's just it's part of who I am, you know, and because it's such a benefit and it's, I have a deeper understanding of how it under, how, you know, how, well, I, you wouldn't last this long if you kept the attitude, you know, yeah. <laughs> really. So for me, I feel like that it's just one of those things that, um, as time go on, I, I actually look for places that are going to make me suffer. You know what I mean? Like I go to, I go to AK in America, I go to Sunderland and, Mm-hmm. the fish tank i obviously go primarily to my hq gym in fingless i go anytime i go into the gym i i i am smart about how we train i don't want to overtrain but and so and sometimes that's that is hard training trying to under train you know some guys some of my athletes are so conditioned to training hard to the point where they want to just like give up and push through it that that's what they're used to but you need that in order to pr- improve like there is no way about that like you know like if anybody thinks on an individual basis about anything they do like apply that mindset to to every aspect of your life the mindset does not change you need to make sacrifices and you need to push through your boundaries and what you believe is your boundaries in order to create new ones you need to you need to have that that willingness to dig so deep within yourself that you're willing to almost die and that's where the change comes like you know that reawakening of this new person that you weren't yesterday you know and that might that might take getting tapped a thousand times Mm -hmm. that might take getting dumped on your ass a thousand times that might take 50 bad days of training straight in a row but it'll be worth it when it happens you know and that's what martial arts is about you know it's tough it's hard it's very hard but if it wasn't then it wouldn't be worth it, mm. like anything you do in life. But it's it's not a solo journey either. Like you're saying, you've you've got that team around you, and you've got the people there that will pick you up and will help you along. Yeah, I wouldn't be where I am today if it was about that. You know, mm. like I've never cared about about money. Like when I started off martial arts in Kilkenny, it's like I was willing to stay in the dole the rest of my life to do martial arts because it's what made me happy. And it's that simple, you know, and that's what martial arts should be. It should give you appreciation for life, not for, that's why a lot of gyms don't do that well because they focus too much on money. You know, it's not about that. You know, I go in there and I feel like I'm home 
I'm not going to work. I'm home. Like it's an extension of my house, you know, <laughs> like that's where I go to. It's my sanctuary. You know, it's where, it's where I meet my community in because they, those guys pick me up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and as, as I pick them up, like a lot of my students in my community don't realize that I have to vocalize it a lot. You know, that you're there for me as much as I'm there for you. You know, mm-hmm. I learn off you as much as you learn, learn off me. I wouldn't be here otherwise. It's that simple, you know, and that's what martial arts is, is community based, you know, and it's, and again, it's not me going on about, oh, martial arts is this and that. It is amazing. Of course it is for your mental health and for you as a person. But it's the same in every aspect in life, you know? Yeah. Like, you need community. You need to push past your boundaries. Like, that's the only way you're going to change and find contentment. And that's why it's great for mental health, martial arts, because it's it's one of the purest forms of that, you know? There's no getting around yeah. it if you want to get good, you know? After the training is done and after the, the talking is done, uh, something that you'd introduced uh, to the sessions, whether it's on the, the pro team or it's in the general classes, you'd, you'd started to introduce these uh, these light kind of meditation sessions and, and visualization sessions as well. Why was that? Or what, what do you achieve out of it? Well, um, if you know anything about sports psychology, like this doesn't, it, it doesn't come it actually comes from my sports psychologist uh richie and it comes from my own richie um he's it's my sports psychologist up in dublin there he's very very good and basically and it's from my own experience as well like because i do a lot of meditating you know i meditate nearly every day and if it wasn't for that it's like a superpower for me you know uh, i i wouldn't be able to be like when i go in to compete i i know that I'm mentally tougher than this other guy. And a lot of guys are afraid to face themselves. I always say this, I always say this in my head, and it's always like a reversal of how society talks about mental health. Mm. And it's very important to do that because it, it, it's a common thing to say, oh, I'll be a man and just get through it. So uh, it, that kind of like triggers something in your mind to, to whatever the problem is going on now, to push it away and get on with what you're doing. Where that's actually, you know, the opposite of what you should be as a person. That's not being, that's not facing who you are. That's running away from who you are, you know? So you have to be in, in like, you know, in the sense of uh, be a man and face yourself. You have to face yourself, lean into your feelings, you know, lean into who you are, lean into the way you are and look it straight in the eye and you have to deal with that. And that's what meditating and visualization is. When I have an event coming up, I, I visualize the event itself and my team visualize the event itself. I only do this on certain periods of the year when you're coming up to a competition. And they have to picture the competition and they have to attach feelings and emotions to the competition. They have to go through every single scenario that you're petrified of. Go through all the ways that you want to lose, all the feelings of somebody smothering you and breaking you down and beating you up. And then you have to visualize yourself getting through that and coming out on top. Thousands of times you have to do this. Thousands. And you have to preempt that by getting in the moment. So you can't just go straight into visualization. You, because your mind gets attached to all these things all the time. It, it constantly gets distracted and gets pulled by different directions. We have ever over 40,000 thoughts a day. I mean, if you feel like that, you're in control and you have, you have complete free will of your thoughts, you're delusional. You're not. 
You know, nobody wants to be sad. Nobody wants to be unhappy. Nobody wants to be angry. No, like, nobody wants to have those things. So what happens? Your mind has, a, has, an, has, a, has a, an agenda of its own. You have to concentrate and bring yourself to the moment with meditating. And then you have to concentrate even harder to put yourself through scenarios that you're going to go through in the future. And if you're ignoring that and you're just going through training, then you're more than likely, I mean, the percentages of you losing are pretty high because you haven't felt that night. You haven't felt every single scenario, you know? So uh, <laughs> in quote, unquote, unquote, uh, be a man and face yourself, face your feelings, face who you are, not what other people think you should be. Do not suppress and push things to one side. Face exactly what's going on right now and prepare for the events in the future or, or somebody else will, your opponent will. It's like a superpower. You got to get in there and you got to do it. You got to do things that others aren't willing to do so you can do tomorrow what others can't. That's it. Some good thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Some heavy, some heavy thoughts and some good thoughts on that as well. Um, so somebody, uh, somebody comes to you, or somebody comes to the gym, or have you, have you had, have you had, a, had cases? Not, not. I don't want to, I don't want to get into naming cases or anything like this. But you know, you, you'll obviously get people who come to the gym and go, "Hey, listen, I saw the latest uh, Conor McGregor fight, and I really want to be a superstar fighter." Uh, yeah. Or I've, you know, I've come from a boxing background and I'd love to try this and I'd love to get into it or you know have you have you had people come to you and go actually do you know what man I'm uh, I'm going through a tough time or I've been going through a tough time I just like something to you know kind of lose myself in or you know kind of take me away from you know whatever else it might be going on or or, or get my mind focused on on something else that they're they're not coming to you with goals of being uh you know the greatest fighter known to man they're not coming in wanting to inflict hurt or anything they just want to get in and and you know experience something new challenge themselves more so than challenge anyone else most of the most of the um most of the guys that are actually humble consistent get the most benefit out of martial arts and become very good athletes are usually the guys to come in just to better themselves like that where they just want to they just want to have something to do they want to be part of something they want to they want to they just want to go in and give it a go they have an open mindset about it they're usually the guys to stick on on a consistent level with me and um, the guys to come in they want to be the best in the world of course, I embrace that enthusiasm. I want to hear that as a coach. But you have to realize that it's not going to happen overnight. That your e- That's an pleasing thought for your ego. Mm. Of course it is. Like when I, when, I, when I go into a fight camp, of course my ego comes up. But I have to keep control of it. Like I need to know who's in the, in the driver's seat. You know? <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's, an, it's an egotistical based sport. You know? So you have to be a little bit of the opposite in order to operate correctly. It's like, like I was talking about with Kiefer Crosby, like I knew that was going to happen to him against Charlie Leary last weekend because he's extremely egotistical and he's he's completely not in control of his emotions. That's an easy fight for me, straight up, because I, I, I feed off that with people. I know who I am. I know when guys get emotionally invested and I feed off it. You know, it's that simple. So it's the same... 
thing with guys that come into the gym. Guys that come into the... I've seen it countless of times. I mean, I'm talking about hundreds of times. Lads coming into my gym and they are so talented. So talented. And they come up to me and they go, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to be... The, I want to, when, when's the next competition? When's this? When's that? Next thing, a week later, they've quit. And because they're just getting their ass kicked all the time. They come in with the expectation that they're going to be great. And at the end of the day, <laughs> you got to come in with the expectation that you just want to better yourself. Mm. And yes, have a long-term goal, but don't forget about the work that needs to be put in in order to get there. You got to get your ass kicked a hundred times, and then you got to have you got to adapt. You got to push through. It's a, it's hard job. Like it's not an easy job. You know, <laughs> you want to be the best in the world. You got to train two or three times a day. You got to suffer every day. You got to be put under so much resilience like you need to build your resilience something serious and if your fragile ego comes in with a with a <laughs> with a kind of grandiose idea that you're going to be a world champion in three years i mean fucking think again because that it doesn't happen that way like you know it just doesn't and like even when that's why when i work with my athletes uh you know a lot of my athletes i don't even yeah. go throwing out names yeah. but a lot of my top guys i don't tell them to like I do a lot of personal development with them and I'm like look you got to lean into yourself a little bit you got to focus on you like you know like when I'm in camp I focus on Miles Price the person and then I focus on Miles Price the fighter if Miles Price the fighter is driving the car then I'm just a mess but if Miles Price the person is driving and Miles Price the fighter is in the driver's seat and I let him I let them swap sides every now and again when I need them but he has to fuck off back to the sh shotgun again pretty quick because I'm in control of my life, not my ego, not my fighter, you know? So that needs to be, that needs to be in the right order. That needs to be prioritized because if not, you're going to crash and burn. Interesting analogy. Uh, before we run out of, uh, of time, Miles, and the, the, it's, it's a subject that we'll, we'll come back to, just want to shine a, a, a spotlight on uh, fights for later tonight because uh, we can't let this one go. You'd, 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 you'd kind of shock me a little bit before we, uh, before we started uh, recording by telling me that it's, uh, it's not one year, uh, it's two years pretty much since Brian Ortega uh, has stepped in. He went on a super tear between 2015, 16, 17. The fight's over Cub Swanson, over Frankie Edgar, Hanato Mokoino, or Mokano. Uh, and then he had that loss to um, he had that loss to, to Max Holloway. That was actually December 2018, uh, which I, I, I didn't think was a thing. But he's going... He's going... Uh, He's going toe to toe with uh, the Korean zombie, uh, who's back, and he hasn't fought. Uh, he hasn't fought in about uh, twelve months as well. His last win was over Frankie Edgar December last year. Uh, Ortega's last win was over Frankie Edgar March twenty eighteen. But while the two of them have been have been out uh, on the sidelines uh, for a bit, uh, they're back for UFC Fight Island six uh, tonight. How do you think this is going to play out? Because it has the potential to be a very exciting matchup. I think I'm look. I'm only a fan of like two fighters really in the UFC, and my top one by a mile is the Korean Zombie. So <laughs> <laughs> why so? I'm actually I'm a complete fanboy of the Korean Zombie. I love him the bits. Like I think he's great. I've been watching him since the WEC days. 
you know. He's and he's a weird one in that. His fight against Leonard Garcia. Do you remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Lads, rock him, sock him all day. <laughs> and what I love about what I love about him is that <clears throat> not only do I really like his style, I love his nickname. I love the, how humble he is. He never talks shit. Like how Brian got in an altercation with his manager and him is completely beyond me because he's the nicest lad of all time. But he looks like <laughs> you know, he's just a family man. He's a complete dude. He's just an example of what I think martial arts is all about. He's humble, expresses the martial arts way, but man, his fighting does speak for itself. I mean, he goes in and just clocks lads. And he's so exciting if it goes. I just, I usually hope that, man, it broke my heart when he lost to Yair Rodriguez. Yeah. I was like, you poxy botch. Yeah, lads, <laughs> broke me heart that, broke me heart. But I, because I thought he won the fight too, you know. But, you know, I, I feel like that. Brian is kind of a similar character, you know. He's a very likable personality. He's very exciting style. Uh, but if I had to pick, I have to go with the Korean Zombie, even if it's just based on being completely biased because I love him. You know? <laughs> that, 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 that's fair enough for for people who for people who don't know that that fight against uh, Yair Rodriguez was an absolute. Uh, barn burner of a I fight would, yeah. but it what? was it was an elbow with like a second oh. to go they there was it was the the last second of the fifth round and and that was it it was it was done right. that's that's the fight game but it was super exciting to watch uh, plus he's going to be walking out to the cranberries zombie or at least that's oh. the that's the plan i think he's i think he's still doing that side of things i'm i'm excited to see brian ortega back in there uh, i think 2 years is 2 years is a long um is a long break uh, for him, um, but uh, yeah, I, I I'm gonna I think I, I think I'm gonna kind of take take a leaf out of your book and side with the Korean Zombie for this one. Yes, Ted. Yeah, I I, I think <laughs> I, I think I think I have to do it. Uh, uh, Ortega will be will be quite good when it gets to the ground if it gets to the ground. Um, but uh, having having watched all of the zombies last uh, five or six fights this guy just doesn't know he, d- he doesn't know the word stop there's there is he no there's no yeah, backing he, up he, like he's serious serious knockout power as well yeah like i mean he didn't really have that back in the day like he went he usually went to decisions and built his reputation of going to decisions and just being in complete firefights like where he's just like left hook right hook left hook right hook 15 minutes just like that yeah and it's just, and now, now, like, if he touches you, you're out. Like, like he, he knocked out uh, Dennis Bermudez, Frankie Edgar. That fight against Dustin Poirier was sick. Oh, that was brilliant. A, that, was, that, was a, that was a Darris choke as well to finish yeah. it out. That was quite good. Man, yeah. he's, he's really good. And he hit he's that, brilliant. he hit that, uh, that twister against Leonard Garcia. You'd mentioned that one. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think he'd be, I think he'd be, uh, I think he'd actually be if he wins this fight, man. I think he'd beat Falkanovski. I think so. Oh wow! Well. Oh well, that's 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 a fight to make. Yeah, it is. Okay, well, on that note, while we get super excited about the action that's happening tonight, uh, it's UFC Fight Island 6, if you want to watch it. It's on, actually, it's on kind of early enough because it's on Dubai time or, or Abu Dhabi time. Uh, Dubai time, it's on, in, it's on in UAE time. Fights are kicking off no around way, about 9 o'clock. Yeah, fights are kicking off around about 9 o'clock this evening. There you go. 
You'll get to watch it and get to bed at a reasonable time. Definitely watching that. There you go. Well, next next week. Uh, <laughs> next week to pre-sell it, we're going to be throwing our eyes big time on UFC 254. Khabib and Gaethje uh, is the next big one. It's a fight that people have been waiting all year to see, but we will do that next Saturday. This has been all things MMA. I've been Ken McGuire. He has been Miles Price, and we'll talk to you again soon. Good luck. See you guys. All Things MMA airs as part of KCLR Scoreline Weekends between 2 and 6 at KCLR and you can check out the website kclr96fm.com or indeed the fan zone online at kclrfanzone.com catch up on previous chats between myself and Miles uh, you can now grab the All Things MMA podcast uh, through Spotify and other good platforms until next week good luck